0: like a really fun set like if you find it but all of us just open with miles
1: yeah how much is it because i thought there was like 40 packs in there
0: yeah i don't know but i saw someone open them and he pretty much finished this set before even finishing the box i don't know i mean they got a stamp on them and then like some cards that are non-hollow or hollow in this little set so i'd i'd probably be down to check it out if we find it eric what's your
1: opinions on the pokemon halloween packs i
2: have no opinion I have not seen it,
0: I don't care. I have no strong feeling one way or the other. (laughs) Anyways, uh, welcome guys to the Core Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my two co-hosts, Eric and Brian from Another Vinyl Page. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you doing, Ryan and Brian? Jesus Christ. I'm doing great, Eric. Doing great. Are you? What are you you looking at, Eric? The herp. The PRP, yes. uh, Brian. How are you doing, man?
1: Fantastic! Thanks for having me back. I had no idea I was a co-host till now.
0: Very good. oh well, <laughs> welcome on board. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Actually, I did bring it up to you, but since it's been like two months since we've recorded or anything, you definitely forgot, and there's no problem with that at all. Because That's <laughs> I'm glad to be
2: here. Yeah, the original host sucked.
0: Yeah, the original co-host is dog shit. So he had to go. Um, okay. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing good. It is a Sunday morning. I'm pretty excited to be recording this. Uh, we've been talking about recording Court Collective for a while. Just didn't know what to record on. Thankfully, we decided on Thrice, the band themselves. Awesome band in the industry. Uh, but before we dive into them, um, what have you guys been listening to lately? Just Ooh, too fun. much. Just way too much. There's a lot so, out. Yeah.
2: It really is, and um, yeah. There's I been really, a lot
1: that came out lately.
0: I really like "Letting Go" by Dayshell.
2: I really don't like Dayshell, so <laughs> never really that.
1: sat down and gave Dayshell a chance.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: just kidding. You're not missing it's anybody. not.
0: It's not a terrible song. It's just uh, I think him and uh, Shaley and Austin were just a good contrast between scream and clean vocals and of Mice and Men back in the day. Yeah.
2: I mean, as far as albums go, I mean, Royal Coda, I think all of us have been listening to, which is really good. Um, I've been listening to a little bit of the Norma Jean album. Oh, that came out? Yeah. Um, what else? And there's a lot of singles, so it's hard to say. Like, oh, yeah. you know, Spike came out. It's pretty fucking heavy.
0: Um, us see what else is. Out, well, dude. it's been two months since we've recorded. So there's a lot of stuff that I can at least try to talk about because obviously yeah, my, my palate isn't what yours is right now. Uh, Royal Coda, I haven't listened from start to finish like we've been talking about, or like we've been saying like that's the best way to start a record. However, it's in like my 2022 music playlist, and uh, When the Air Seemed to Seize came on, Shuffle, and Son of a Bitch, is that a good song? Like, oh, holy shit. album is really
1: good. That, I think that band just gets better when they release shit, because their first album was okay to me, and then Compassion mm-hmm. was great, and this album's fucking amazing, so...
0: Yeah, I definitely have to finish it because I've heard as we fall in deep water, as we slowly lose hope and e-satiate the senses. Um, so I, I've listened to almost half the record, but it's pretty fucking amazing. So that's Royal Coda. Um, Straight from the Path, the record's not out yet. Um, Euthanasia, but the Bread and Roses single with Jesse Barnett of Six Your Guns is uh, incredible. Definitely check that out. And then we have Spectre from Stick to Your Guns. Uh, the full record came out, and it's fucking solid. Uh, those guys really did a good job here. The production on this album is really good. The drums sound so amazing. I love the way they sound in this. What's your I favorite either. song? Uh, dude, honestly, Who Dare Wins. Who Dares Wins. I just think the drums are fucking amazing. Every time George like kicks back in and they hit the chorus, because mm. they stop, and then he hits the snare really fast, and then it just goes back into it, and it just... I, I love that song a lot. Um, uh, Father's really good. And Liberate's good. I like Hush. Hush is different. I kind of like Hush a lot. Hush. I like Open Up My Head.
2: That's a good song. Every time I go to the album and it, it plays, I play that track a
0: couple times before skipping up, I mean, getting into Liberate. It's kind of like We Still Believe. Open my yeah. head. And it's just like a nice, solid, different song. Mm-hmm. That was their last single before the record release, right? Or was it Hush?
2: Mm, Might have been Hush.
0: Oh, but I, I think Spectre is amazing. Uh, then we have a eulogy for those still here. It's an album that's coming soon from Counterparts, but <laughs> their two singles, Unwavering Vow and Whispers of Your Death, are fucking amazing. And then we have Color Decay by Dollars Prada, another new album coming out, but their latest single, Time. Um, just, uh, It's easily one of my favorite Delworth Prada songs, honestly uh, Miracle from A Day to Remember A band that's such a hit or miss for me These days, especially after You're Welcome Being such dog shit to me uh, To me personally uh, I thought Miracle was a really nice single Fuck A Day to Remember Darker Still from Parkway Drive Is coming out later this year And even though it's a very hot water for this band Just like Architects with their sound Their industrial sound I actually do like Glitch and The Greatest Fear as well. Um, what do you guys think of Parkway Drive so far?
2: I love Parkway. So it doesn't yeah. really matter what they do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're um, never gonna like we talked about. They're never ever gonna do anything that resembles um, Horizons, and Horizons, killing with a or Killing um, the Smile, yeah. or even Deep Blue. Um, right. The, the only just... thing that I'm cool with the sound. I'm cool with like the kind of arena metal ish rock, whatever you want to call it um i think they do it well but the only thing is is i just wish to kind of uh step the tempo up because i feel like the drums are just kind of like and it's like just pick it up a little bit you know
0: yeah that's the only thing Uh, a couple things that came out from the last recording uh the rotoscope single three singles from spirit box um i think they're fun um their debut yeah their debut album was really good eternal blue Um, I'm sorry, it's not their debut album. Is it? No. Spearbox self-titled? Okay, no. So their sophomore album, Eternal Blue, came out last year. It was amazing. And I think this single is really good. Uh, I really like the kind of like, I guess the tempo of Rotoscope and the sound behind it um, with the electronics and whatnot.
2: It's kind of industrial.
0: Yeah, and then we had Tear Gas come out from Architects around the last recording and then Otherness by Alexis on Fire, the full record. A lot of amazing music from our favorite bands this year. All in one year. It's pretty nuts. You actually. forgot one,
2: right? Stick to your guns.
0: Dance cabin dance, dude. Oh, his favorite. Ooh. I didn't finish it. Go ahead, Ryan. How far do you oh, just what I've been listening to? No, with Jackbox juicer, whatever the fuck it's called, jackpot juicer. It's cool. I mean, it's good. The production
1: on it's really good, but um it's just more tilling era DGD. Um I feel like they for an album being that long, I really thought there would be more variety, but no, it's pretty, the whole album kind of sounds samey to an extent, but it's not bad. It's just kind of left me underwhelmed, but I don't know how to
2: explain it. How do you feel, Eric? I think uh, the singles are pretty good. I think there's a couple other standout tracks, but I think for, like you said, 18 songs, it's, it's pretty much like the same song over and over. Almost. I like that they utilized... Andrew, uh, a a little bit more. I wish they would have done more, but it like, uh, the last two songs, um, Swallowed by Eternity and Have a Great Life. Mm. Both of those songs utilize Andrew and it kind of, they do it in kind of different cool ways. Like there's a part where Andrew's singing. And then the last word of that verse that he's singing, Tillian actually takes it and it's actually the word takes, I think, or take or takes. And he kind of draws it out kind of long, and he basically, he's taken over after that. So it's kind of cool yeah. what some of the little things that they did. Um, I, I think come to realize voice that, is pretty I, good. I did come
1: to realize when listening to it, my favorite parts of the album were the Andrew parts. Like, so that was pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, they just put that damn thing out. So yeah, I don't know how long they actually sat on that record. Um, But we'll see what happens with Tillian and Ando. what they're going to do. Yeah, I honestly
1: still have no idea what they're going to do, but excited to see what they're – I think they were kind of contracted to do a tour. They got kicked off of the Coheed one, and they're like, oh, fuck, we got to do something. We're literally contracted to do a tour, so Andrew was like, oh, I'll take over. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like that's what happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of new stuff coming out, you know, Chelsea Grins – Finally coming out, Lorna Shore is coming out with their I new one. You
1: added that Inflame song to your playlist, so you listened to it. It was actually good, right? Am I tripping? Like, that was the song's good, song. good. Yeah, I'm so used to like past 10 years they put out dog shit. Then when I heard that song, I was like, Whoa, yeah,
2: yeah. no, put the out, song's good. Dog shit. We'll see how the rest of it is.
1: Oh, I know that's how I always I think the last few albums they put out one really good song, and then the next single's like retarded. and I get, Oh, can't say that. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can say it's fine. And then, um,
1: yeah, and then I get upset.
0: <laughs> We're fighting back up, up, upon the oppression of that word. Uh, what else is uh, coming out, Eric? Before we actually just off the cuff, um, we are going to do it. Debate, there's a lot of stuff. There's the is. new Fallujah, which is I actually like the really heavy. Album. What's that? I like the
1: new Soulfly album. Oh, is it good? Totem, yeah. It's pretty good, actually.
2: Hmm. Becoming Isn't the archetype. Uh, Max Cavalera. Ma- uh, Becoming the Archetype's got a really good couple songs out for their new record that Brian and I missed the vinyl on, so that's fun. Yeah. I was kind of irritated by that. I should have bought it earlier. Uh, Miss May Eye's coming out. The point. new fit for A King's been really good, the new song. And and then in parentheses, The uh, Other Side. That's a really good song. What else? I actually had to go back because Brian said that the first drugs album was better than the newest one and I might agree with him.
1: Honestly since that drugs then the second drugs album came out I don't even think I listened to it from start to finish I listen to it in pieces and it just doesn't hit me the same as the first
2: one yeah. I
1: bought it but I honestly don't feel like I'm gonna listen to it that much. Yeah. Is it uh. most of the members like completely different maybe that other than like, yeah the, they are So it's not even fucking drugs then I don't, he just took that name because it was known
2: it was yeah, like well- a viable known. name. Yeah, well, yeah, he wouldn't have to start a whole new. Yeah, he's brand. got the bassist from Barrier Dead and All That Remains. He's got the guitarist Jonah, who was in Bring Me the Horizon and Bleeding Through and Kill, I Killed the Prong Queen. I don't,
1: know, I don't know. remember I, who else he
2: rounded out the Gio, band with.
1: Styles and Glaziers, all like all that Craig Owen shit, drugs. Like I loved it growing up. I loved it growing up. But now, kind of when I hear it, I kind of cringe. Which is, I don't know, if that's it's weird. all right.
0: It it's didn't not that bad. Well,
1: because those, oh, albums, those, yeah. Those albums meant a lot to me growing up, but I rarely throw them on. They're just... Eh.
0: I think Isles and Glaciers is still really good.
1: That's really good. I wish they could have did more. That's never going to happen again.
0: <laughs> um, I fucking hate Greg Owens. Fuck that bitch. Such a I little know. pansy about Illuminatio. Now. I don't like him as much as I used to. I just have a little petty vendetta because he won't let... like He would never play the Illuminatio songs. Um, or probably ha- let that record become a thing, even though it's not technically in his control, because uh, he felt like it was like someone being with like, a different girlfriend or whatever he said in the interview. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself.
1: I just want that album to be pressed. I don't know what label it was under. I can't remember. Eh, I'd pay like 50 bucks for it easily. It, it was might have been equal vision. vision, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Eh, maybe one day, but I'm not getting like that. Uh, that's a really good album. I hate that they just brushed it over.
0: So we don't have to, we'll do a debate for another time. But I am curious of all of the incredible new music that we just talked about today. What is your guys' favorite standout like record right now that you could easily have on repeat all week if you had to? Jesus. Not Whoa, that this, God, I haven't stopped not this. That, that's not your MO, but I am curious.
2: Um, honestly, right now, I'm kind of really into Senses Fail's new record hell is in your head um it's got some really good songs and then the lyrical contents kind of you can tell a lot of it was written about it It sounds like he's wrote a lot of it about his daughter and kind of growing up and what he's dealing with and what he hopes that she doesn't deal with and kind of life in general if you will um having depression and anxiety and shit like that and and, um you know he dabbles with a little bit of the suicide kind of stuff that's going around that people don't talk about and it's actually just a really good record. So that's probably one besides stick to your guns that I would uh, just be able to put on and play, but you, you know, that's not really how I usually operate. That's why I make yeah. my playlists.
0: Right. So which I'll have to check out cause there's a lot of bands that you're talking about today, which bands I know, I just bands I don't follow. So I have to go mm. check out your playlist cause I'm sure it has most of these singles you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Brian, what about you? Yeah, yeah, Brian, you go ahead before I go.
2: Uh,
1: I, I know no, we're kind of elaborating. I like cannot stop listening to the new Royal Coda album. It's really fucking good. And even though we were just kind of talking shit on Dance Gavin Dance's album, I I, I have been listening to a lot. It has been in my rotation.
2: What's your favorite song off that record that's not a single?
1: That's so hard because there are standout tracks. I really like "For the Jeers, but it's really repetitive. But I like. No, I said I think I song. like it because of Andrew's vocals. And then "Have yeah. a Great Life" grew on me.
2: Do you, did song. you listen to Swallowed, Into Eter- or Swallowed by Eternity?
1: Yes, that one's really good, too.
2: I like the... Um, I think it's... I don't know if it was the guitar in the beginning or Killian's voice, kind of the way that it brings the song in. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so, I mean, it's a really good album, and Royal Coda is, like, front to back really good.
0: I know I you just try. said, like, not, not... I know you just said not a single, but, dude, Pop Off is such a fucking good song. I love that oh, song. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, I gotta go with Northlane, man. Gotta go with Northlane. I think, uh, I think Obsidian is easily like right there with Alien. Like, there's those two albums are tied yeah. for Northlane's best. But the thing I like about Marcus's writing in these last two records is that like he's telling a story throughout. So the last one, Alien, was really him dealing with his childhood between his um, abusive father or drug abusive, you know, uh, mother and then sister following in her mother's footsteps and just having a broken home. Um, and uh sister I died too. Oh, uh, I do. She, she did she die, OD'd. right? Yeah. Cause he talked about it in the, that
2: interview or whatever you and I were watching. forgot yeah. what it was. So he's dealt with a lot of shit. And I think you're, I think you're right. Alien and Obsidian are just so personal with the lyrics, but also North lane taking the band itself, taking it to a, another level adding in elements that they didn't have keeping it heavy in the where it needs to be. Marcus's vocals are so much better, even than node, you know, and I love node their first album with him. It's a good one. But I think, I think obsidian is maybe it's just, you know, recency bias, but it's, it might be their best record.
0: Yeah, it might be their best. I went back and played alien a couple of times and I still like obsidian more at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think when you open up with songs like Clarity, where it sounds like three different songs as it keeps going on, and then you get past all the singles, which are extremely solid singles, Echo Chamber, Plenty, Clockwork, uh, Carbonized, and then you move into Zen and Cypher, and you're like, holy fuck, Is This a Test is easily the worst song on the record, but if you're at a club or you're seeing it live, it's probably fucking dope but where it sits in the records not that bad either though you know it's, no. it's kind of short
2: enough where it's it's not like well, it kind
0: of plays out like that too though where it kind of plays mm-hmm. out like it's a um like an interval like an interlude like, interlude thank you yeah um and then abomination is like one of their other singles that they're really playing in australia like it's been on their radio out there um i wish that wasn't the song that was being played more i think cypher and zen are way better but abomination is mm-hmm. still good and just a lot of um just a lot of programming here the guitars the drums the bass everything just sounds good marcus's vocals just keep getting better and better with each record i don't even know how the fuck it's possible and then you move into songs like nova which sounds like an early 2000 song which i love to death and then you got dark solitaire and then obsidian as well kind of like the slower but then they pick up again songs um yeah I well could- though
2: they do that really well.
0: They do it extremely well. Like, I think I've listened to this record already like 50, 50 times. I'm not even afraid to say it. It just it puts me in a good mood. Um, it, it makes me really happy to listen to it. I think just because all the sounds colliding with the vocals. Um, I think this band just, this type of music really uh, speaks to me right now. I, I could I could throw it on at any time of the day. And really, it just, I don't know, there's just something about it really puts me in a good mood. Uh, specifically with the, like I said, the opening track, Clarity, uh, when Marcus, hit, when marcus starts uh doing the chorus uh it's only once that he does it where he says clarity or he's, he's singing clarity but he really draws his voice out and it, and it gets super heavy when he does it like i love mm-hmm. these kind of choruses um so th- there's just a lot that this band does for me as a fan of music uh, they just do it right whether it's their choruses breakdowns their bridges or their openings um they really they're,
2: know they're marcus bridges
0: they're Marcus Bridges. <laughs> uh, they're, they, these guys are really talented songwriters. Um, but I would also say Alexis on Fire is an honorable mention as a close-up because I think if Otherness was Alexis on Fire's last record, I think it would be the perfect way to wrap up the band's career. Um, I really enjoy this record a lot, and I, I think it's um, remarkable. But yeah, those are the... There's a ton of new music out there. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, you are missing out because some of the best bands in the genre are releasing albums this year. You know, Some of them already have. North Plains, Hit Your Guns, Alex on Fire, Thornhill, and so many others, Royal Coda, Dance Gavin Dance. I'm um, going to throw something out to both of you.
2: Since we're you know August, we've got about four months left of the year. Tell me a band that you think that hasn't released something in a while that you think by the end of the year you're you know, guessing could release something. So I'll go first. Um, and I think with the kind of what's the traction and kind of tours shows that they're doing a little bit more of, but not enough to where they couldn't be recording. I'm going to say maybe ghost inside.
0: Maybe I just want to say real quick too. hold on one second, one second, one second. Um, the price of dreaming by Holofront's also fucking amazing as well. We haven't talked about that once on that podcast yet yeah it's a really good album i i think hollow like the the new metal american metalcore band that's killing it you know where like fit for a king really blew up but then they started doing the amity affliction thing um i think hollow really keeping their albums fresh with it between their clean vocalists and then also the guitars um i recommend listening to change changeling um but honestly the entire record from start to finish is ri- ridiculous um but to answer your question i'm gonna go it still remains
2: <laughs> i mean i fucking wish if anybody doesn't know what still remains is or who they are please, please go backwards and check them out
0: look up the serpent look up uh of love and lunacy, of love and lunacy, lunacy. Fucking amazing. God, love- their
2: last one is not that great
0: it's not terrible dude it's not yeah
2: no it's not terrible but if it's you, just when
0: you listen to the serpent and, of love and lunacy it's like come on guys you could have done better. i wish they'd press
2: that Ooh, of love and lunacy oh my god i have the serpent but i didn't even yeah. know I just had stumbled across it and got it for like Wait, 15 you have bucks. It? Yeah. I'm Years thinking.
0: ago. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Brian, who would you like to uh, have a surprise release before the year ends? Oh, God.
1: That's Whether funny.
0: it's a single or an album. It doesn't have to be a full album. You never know.
1: Can it be just a total fucking pipe dream? Like, it's never going to fucking happen. Well, it still remains. It was already a pipe dream. Yeah. So yeah. Let's see what you got. Fucking Dillinger coming back from the grave. Oh, oh, man. That, man. that would be
0: sick, That's- though. I I was hoping you'd say Black Queen instead. That's just Uh, the first pop in my head. Black Queen, yeah.
1: No, Black Queen. I'm gonna say Black Queen because, dude, he's put out two Greg albums since the last Black Queen album, and Black Queen is way more realistic to have happen. I feel like it's gonna happen this year, next year.
0: Yeah, I need some more Black Queen in my life, man. I always go back to those two records. I love them so much. Oh, nice. Eric's holding up the Still Remains Serpent vinyl record that he got for 15 bucks which is a fucking steal. Um, Yeah, I I just think uh, Greg's songwriting for The Black Queen is remarkable, and I would love to see a third album really bad. Uh, I I hope to God that we get something, at least a single. I
1: think he, he said it was done, and he said it was a little heavier compared to the last two. Not that it's heavy. It's fucking Black Queen, but compared to the last two, you know what I mean?
0: You think you do, or are you going to? It's supposed to. He said it was already finished. No, I was talking sorry, I was talking to Eric. My bad. I thought you were like. But no, I I think you did mention that though when we brought up the Black Queen last time. That um anyways, we're gonna take a quick potty break because Eric has to take a shit and then we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Eric took a fat shit and we are ready to go. To his credit, he literally took only like two minutes to do it. He literally popped the squat and said, Gotta record. Uh so now we are here to talk about thrice and the band thrice is one of my favorites, if not my personal favorite, just for the variety of tunes that they have. Uh, But Eric, when you think of thrice, like what comes to mind and and when did you first listen to them?
2: Well, what comes to mind is just their eclectic albums. I mean, depends on what you want to hear. You want to hear some more upbeat punk you know, you can listen to their first three records, maybe not so much punky on "Artist in the ambulance, but, um, you want to hear some very random, you know, um, acoustics, you know, uh, different songwriting and uh, instruments and stuff. You can go to the alchemy indexes. Um, you want to hear some more kind of laid back stuff. You got beggars and minor, minor, major, major, minor, sorry. And then, um, or I guess mostly anything, any of their new stuff. To be everywhere is to be nowhere, and Palms and Horizon. So it's really one of those bands. They're really one of those bands that you know. You, just depends on kind of what mood you're in. Now, normally for me, I just hit shuffle because I could listen to all of their songs. Yeah, um, and that's where uh, one of the biggest things for me is when I listen to them or or anybody, but. Thrice is definitely probably the number one band for me that I could just literally throw their, their uh, album, their discography on shuffle and just go with it. And when I think of them, I think of really artists in the ambulance, but that's only all that's left. And, you know, stare at the sun and, you know, because those were like their biggest hits in the right time for me. But the funny thing is, is I was given a disc that I didn't that had no writing on it and I loved it, but I never knew who it was until artists in the ambulance got big and then I started going backwards just to find out that it was identity crisis. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, I love identity crisis, um, but it's more of a nostalgia thing than anything for me. What about you, Brian? No, I think you hit the nail on the head when I
1: think of this band, like the first album to come to mind is artists. Cause that's the album I first discovered from them. Artists in the ambulance. I remember one of my bro friends back in the day would always play the singles. What was it? He played all that's left, and I'm looking at the track list. Artists in the ambulance. So and those songs just fucking stuck with me. Those songs like are incredible. And then from there, I think the issue was already out. So I listened to that album and everything prior, and I just I got glued to this band. Like they're really consistent with their sound and just the good music. So. I remember I think one of my biggest memories with this band is I think I was actually at downtown Disney the day that they had the farewell tour for Major Minor. They went on hiatus after that album. And I heard them from like outside the venue and I wish I could have went in. Like I like one of my I have a couple concert regrets and that was one of them. I wish I went to that show. So yeah, this band just constantly puts out great music. The last two albums have been just okay to me, but it's funny the last two albums. I like the songs that they released after the albums, like "Deeper Wells" came out after "Palms." I like "Deeper Wells" a lot more than "Palms," and then they, after "Horizons East," they put out "Dead Wake," and I think that song is amazing. "Dead Wake" is like a killer track.
0: So yeah, I actually agree with that entirely. "Deeper Wells" and "Dead Wake." Now I think the sound of those songs is better than the records that they are B sides of.
1: Dead weight gave me like semi-early thrice vibes. It was an incredible fucking track. And then Deeper Wells as a whole, I think it's just an amazing EP.
0: Yes, I really do enjoy it. I think Palms is still a good record. I just it's good. uh,
1: It just didn't grasp me like some of the other albums that they have. It's solid for sure, but I don't go back to it as much as I do their other albums.
0: Um yeah, I know. Like growing up, we always we had uh, "Artists in the Ambulance." That was such a pivotal record for them. Probably still their most well known till this day, and all the singles incredible. Um, just a lot of good songs on it. Whether it's "Stare at the Sun," "Silhouette," "All That's Left," or Artist or um, yeah, Artist in the Ambulance." Um, just a lot of really good songs. But what really did it for me was uh, Vihisu and the Alchemy Index that just came out at a time where. Uh, I was in, like, middle school, early high school, and I was playing a lot of uh, old-school Ruinscape on Eric's computer, and while I was doing that, I would always have music in the background. So Thrice was being replayed consistently with, like, Trivium, As Lay Die and Killswitch Engage, uh, Day to Remember, but, like, the Hisu and Alchemy Index were constantly on replay. And uh, for me, though, I think the Hisu is, like, the perfect start-to-finish record that Thrice has ever released between sounds as well um you know finishing the record with the red sky or i'm sorry red sky um is really good and then you got between the end and where we lie and then you have like mazda flames and hold on hope um the earth will shake of dust and nations i mean just some of their best songs my Uh, favorite song you
2: missed it for
0: sure the atlantic four miles oh four miles yeah I
1: i figured your favorite song was next
0: just uh, a really good record. And then they did the Alchemy Index collection. And I thought Alchemy Index, um, all of them are, all the EPs are incredible. And then we have Beggars after that. I thought Beggars was a really, really good record too. So these guys are uh, known for just producing solid music over the years. Um, but how many times have you seen them live, Eric?
2: Ooh. That's a great question. Um,
1: man, I don't know. Um, I want to say at least six to seven times you've seen them. I want to say, but I don't fucking know. I, I,
2: I would say it's probably between six and ten times. somewhere there.
1: Mine is maybe five I've seen them, and I know
2: you've seen them more than me. Yeah, Ryan and I alone have seen them probably four or five times. Yeah, we, no, did, we did yeah. go see them on their farewell, quote-unquote farewell tour at Fox Theater in Pomona. Oh, it wasn't the House of Blues one? Okay. No, we, yeah, we went to the Fox, Fox Theater one, which was really great. Um, I know we've seen them play Bihizu, uh full. Yeah. Um, we're about to go see them in December, the three of us. So that will add another one. Has, Man, we've seen them a lot. I've seen them maybe twice I've in seen San Diego. Bryce
1: been with you guys?
2: I mean, I every... The last, I think almost every time I've seen him in the last couple of years, you've been with, a, with me. So
0: well, Brian, you and me and Chris went and saw him at the observatory because Eric couldn't go. Oh, yeah. There was I that one that. I missed. I do remember that. And then the same tour or whatever, me and Eric went to the observatory. I was like already going to go to that
1: show regardless, even before Eric couldn't go. So did we just like waste a ticket or what did we end up doing? You
0: know, I thought somebody else went. Somebody else went and I think, oh, maybe it was Corey. Was it Corey? Yeah. Oh,
2: okay,
0: right. you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. Yeah, because you hung out with him at his place. Yeah, yeah. So Corey went.
2: Yeah, so I, I've probably seen him honestly close to 10 times. Dustin's uh-huh. vocals are really
1: fucking killer live. Like I remember the first time I saw them, it was after To Be Everywhere is to be nowhere. And I think it was Sultan Chat. No it- Whistleblower. He they did that song, and holy hell, it sounded better than the album. He just fucking kills
2: it live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's one of the better parts about seeing them live, especially right now, because they can, and they do it, right, because they have the freaking discography, but they'll throw in, you know, um, All That's Left or Under a Killing Moon, and then they'll throw in Exile, and then they'll go to, you know, Salt and Shadow. We did see Salt and Shadow live, and yes. then they'll jump back to Vihizu, or or I know the last time, the last time we saw them, I feel like it was the last time. I think they close with to Venge and awake the dead or well, to awake and avenge the dead sorry about that you've been and, or deadbolt maybe
1: remember how many people yell play deadbolt play yeah, deadbolt that, every fucking show yeah, every
2: time yeah it's old but um but I, mean, I think that's one of the best parts about seeing them live is just the uh, the range that they have going in between all their albums they can easily put on I mean I I wish they do some sort of a an evening with thrice you know I'll stand there for three hours and just watch thrice I know. Yeah, that'd be cool.
1: That'd be really cool. Double set list, just breaking little intermission. Yeah, between. little. Yeah, that'd be amazing.
2: It'd be a lot of fun. I mean, Ryan, what are your? What's your first memory and kind of? What's well, your, when did you get into them? Because I know Chris and I were we were the ones that were listening so to the Artists because you were just a little younger, but
0: yeah. So Artists was I was yeah I was eight years old when Artists came out. You know, you guys are always listening to it. I definitely knew the band. I didn't, like, I didn't go out of my way to listen to them uh until, like, probably the MySpace years and stuff. And I actually was, like, looking into bands and the music that we grew up with. Um But the for sure. Because yeah. right, I remember Image of the Invisible was a really popular single. I mean, it was their single, but I remember at the time it came out, it was actually just a huge single in general. So, um <laughs> bless you. Um, Thanks, so Vihisu for me is when I kind of jumped on board to like listening to them very consistently. And you know, that, that, like I said, that record man just kind of really does it for me. I love them so much. And then seeing them live, uh, I guess we were pretty spoiled too. Cause when we saw them, they played a lot of the Alchemy Index as well, along with Vihisu. Like they, they fucking jammed those tunes out. And then we saw them play in exile live every time. And that's such a good song live. I mean, they still play it probably till this day because they're pretty good about playing their biggest hits. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Thrice live is... Uh, it's not just like a show. It's like a whole fucking experience. Um, you know, because uh, Tepe, he sings live too um, with Dustin. And uh, I just think uh, they do such a good job. Um, I'm I'm pretty fucking happy to see him in December, to be honest. Uh, that's going to be a good a show. Having having all these records in this incredible discography, though, like wh- where do you guys land on like your top three records from them? Oh god, I was saying order. Yeah, I, I was so one, two, and three.
1: I can't even. I don't even think I could pick like my favorites because I have so many like standouts with this band. I can think of uh, Anthology is like one of my favorite songs, but as far as like ranking the albums, like fuck, Artist means a lot to me. Vahishu means a lot to me. Major Minor, but. I'm just looking at them, I'm just going to list all the albums if I keep doing this
0: Yeah, I mean I would just say just top three records, you know, so look at their discography and like what would be your one, two, and three
2: I mean, I think for me looking at it and I'm like "Mm." I think because these three records were back to back to back and as much as I do love Identity Crisis, and I do love a lot of the song. Well, I pretty much love the whole Illusion of Safety as well. But it's. I think if they maybe if they re-recorded those now with a little new element to it, whatever they decided might be something that I would I'd love to hear. But I think um, just being biased off of how how their artist in The Ambulance hit me, and then the Hizu and um, and beggars I think those are my three if I had to put them in a specific order from you know my most favorite to quote-unquote least you know out of the three I would probably go the Hizu beggars artist because I think I think the Hizu Hizu, however you say it which I didn't even know was based off of a German saying that in English is says what are you called is means what are you called I didn't even know that. Yeah, I was looking it up. It's, it translates, what are you called? Um, but anyway, I think that album, they did a lot of things. They, they did a lot of what they did in artists, but then they added so much into it that then reflects into Alchemy Index, Beggars, Major Minor, and then everything everything after. And I think Beggars is just a really, really solid album to, to follow up with, um, where they obviously took a step in a different direction being a little bit calmer on a lot of the songs but i think they added a lot to it which just was almost like a different thrice band but i think um Hezu is definitely after listening to them for as long as i have i think that's definitely number one
0: yeah um it's uh it's, <laughs> it's definitely a tough one when you look at it um i'd probably say obviously um Thrice, when it comes to thrice, I'd say Bahisu is my favorite uh, record for sure. Um, I'd just say Alchemy Index as a collection collection is number two. But if I had, if like if you're telling me I had to pick either Fire and Water or Air and Earth, probably go Fire and Water for Digital Sea, The Messenger, The Arsonist, Burn the Fleet. And then I like Lost Continent a lot, and then Kings Upon the Main. Um, and then third, uh, I got to go Beggars. Yeah, I got to go Beggars for third. Uh, I think All the really? World is Mad is great. Double Speak, In Exile, um, just some fabulous songs on this. Uh, the Wait Circles at the last. Wooden Wire is a really good song.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then The Great Exchange and Beggars itself. Um, so I, I would choose those. But I would say tied for Runner Up would be Major, Minor, and To Be Everywhere is To Be Nowhere. Because mm. I really like their return with To Be Everywhere.
1: To Be Everywhere took me a while to like kind of wrap around because it's a lot softer than the other albums. But I was a little indifferent on it, but I fucking love that album now. It is incredible. Whistleblower and other songs on that. Uh, Black Honey is really fucking good. It's just a solid album.
2: I like Salt and Shadow a lot, too on that record but what's (laughs) yours brian what's yours brian well my favorite three yeah you've had time oh god
1: i'm (laughs) I'm gonna have to figure it out i'm gonna say artist the issue
2: and fuck (laughs) beggars but they're all fucking good i think i think those ones like i said in a row they're in the release you know yeah um we're just fucking really good yeah it's funny because i don't really i love the alchemy index but i don't consider it i feel like it's like a one-off total like they're not albums in their discography it's like a
1: i don't really throw it on as much as i it's incredible but i really don't find myself going to it too often i remember when it was first like announced and coming out i was really hyped i'm like what the fuck i've never heard of a band doing something like the elements eps like that's fucking rad Mm -hmm. it still is rad but yeah i don't
2: I definitely do. I don't either
1: go back. I don't go back to it too much.
2: Yeah. I don't go to it and just leave it on. I definitely, if it's in my shuffle while I throw on thrice and just hit shuffle, then I listen Mm -hmm. to it, but I don't go out of my way to just listen to that uh, whichever record, you know, like Ryan said, the, was a fire, water, air, earth. Yeah. Um, But I do love them. But like I said, I think to me, I, I don't feel like it's, those are two records or I feel like it's one giant record, like a compilation yeah, yeah. kind of off to the side. And as much as I love it, I just, I don't throw it in there with my favorites, but as far as like albums.
0: Yeah. Cause if I was a, I do agree with that. I really do think it's a collection that should be separated. And then in that case, I would put artists in the ambulance at number two.
2: Yeah. That's as amazing, amazing as it is.
0: Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just like, it's such a, it's own thing. It's a cult. Co- you know, it's a combined effort of like everything that they've ever done musically too. basically, if, even from now, if you go back and listen to it, especially with like, I'd say their music now really correlates to air and earth quite a bit. But um, yeah, dude, uh, I think thrice is easily one of the best, um, you know, our era, like rock bands of all time. Like I, I think uh, these dudes are really at the top of their game. Uh, like I said, live every time we've seen them live, they sound just as good as their records, if not better. They've never had a performance issue. Vocals, not you know, good, or not good quality uh, between Dustin and Tepe, so uh, they can't really go wrong. And I'm I'm excited to see what they do next. I will say though, the latest record is one that I still haven't finished because it just didn't do anything for me yet, and I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it.
1: Didn't do anything for me at all. I uh, it was a uh, I think the first few weeks it came out. I was like, oh a new thrice record came out. I need to finish. I need to finish. But every time I would put it on, I'd be like, eh. And I put on something else. And eventually I did finish it. It's good, but it's it might be my least favorite from them.
0: Well, Northern Lights, the color of the sky. Color like, of those the two signs are amazing. Yeah, I like the color of the sky a lot. And the Northern Lights, I like the piano in it. And then I'm
1: big on robot boner exorcism. That one was uh, all the weird stuff they do in the beginning.
2: Yeah. I like Dandelion Wine. That's a good one.
1: That was cool. It's a little
2: less slower for sure. Yeah, but when we saw him live play it.
1: Oof. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that was really good. Even Summer Set Fire to the Rain is good, actually, now that I'm looking up the track list.
2: I think it's just a little bit different than what I think we were expecting. I like it. I, I haven't been able to finish the last song, Unitive East, um, but I also liked Palms. So I know you guys didn't really like Palms. I I wasn't big on Palms either. Um, Beyond the Pines, the last song on Palms is a fucking ma- amazing. Are they I, doing
1: Horizons West or what's the deal with that? I thought I heard. Something I don't know. I it. thought.
2: Well, I think I might have brought that up to the group or whatever, thinking that they would do that, or maybe the new I, Alchemy
0: I Index, Horizons West, North, and South. Holy shit! That'd be cool. Be pretty fucking. Well, they cool. talked
1: about Horizons West. I've heard things about that. I just don't know if it's actually like legit.
0: I would love mm-hmm. if they did another alchemy type thing. I would be all about that. And I'd love to see what they do with it. Palms isn't bad. It's just, I think I just listened to, to it a lot when I worked at Glacier when I was driving. Like mm-hmm. when it came out, I just had it on replay all the time. After and then,
1: Deeper Wells came out, I was like, wow, I'm not that big on Palms.
0: Yeah, Deeper Wells is way better for sure. All right, guys. Well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about with Rice today before we kind of wrap this up?
2: I was going to ask you guys. The other day, when we were texting, I was saying, like, oh, they have some of the best closing songs. Did you guys happen to? I mean, oh. did you agree with that or did you that, uh, yeah. listen to them? Or
0: I definitely agree with it. Um, yeah, because I think that, let's see. Yeah, Child of Dust is the closing song on Air and Earth. And holy shit, is that a closer? Kings Upon the Main is the other one. Red Sky. Beggars, we got Beggars. Red Sky. And then. Don't tell them we won't ask. Yeah, don't tell them we won't ask it's just uh what's the uh and then um D- disarmed i well, got um, some solid closers for sure if you pretend that disarmed isn't the closer and it's actually anthology
2: yeah i was gonna too. say
0: <laughs> anthology is like such a good song and listen through me the song before it i love that i like i don't know why that
1: song's always hit me in the fills i have no idea why it like it, it makes me fucking feel like
0: <laughs> what song anthology oh well, dude, honestly, like major and minor is pretty fucking good. Oh, no, for sure. Yellow Belly and Promises, Words in the Water. Listen, I like Listen Through Me a lot. I had
1: no idea yeah. that Thrice really never had any lineup changes. It's always been the same four guys. I thought for sure yep. they're lineup
0: changes. No, dude, they're all OG members. It's cool. You don't
1: see that too often.
0: You yeah. And the
2: brothers, the drummer and the bassist. Yeah. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Breckenridge. Like yeah. So I think that's another thing too that adds to not only their writing, but also kind of, um, I mean, it makes me like them more that they've done that. You know, they've literally had the same people the whole time.
1: Yeah. I only know. Plus, I think for
2: us too, well, I know for me, knowing that they're from Irvine, California, and we live down the street. Yeah. I like, I mean, I just like that. It's just something I've always liked our local bands, if you will, that get large, like Stick to Your Guns from Orange County and Ghost Inside or OC or kind of up north too. Um, they're kind of spread out, but I've always liked to try to support the California bands as we can. So that that's just another thing that puts them close to my heart. I mean, they're in my top, probably my top three band. I don't know. I remember we went over that, but one of the other podcasts, but you have a top three or is it kind of changing
1: here? and there? Yeah.
0: I was gonna say we've definitely talked about it and I think it's only fair that it does change. But I think, like, the three that I can go back to no matter what are because of their discography now between Adrian and Marcus, like North Lane, Architects, and Thrice. And then probably the other four and five would be uh, Parkway. And then, honestly, like, Stick to Your Guns. I, I love Stick to Your Guns to Death. Um, you know, especially going back and listening to – um, uh, For Those Who Have Heart, yes. And then uh, you got fucking Hope Division and then Diamond. And then True View with True View, which we, we talked about that. Uh, I love True View a lot. And then their EP, um, I I yeah, I think the top five changes for us, but ultimately, like you know, who you are going to go back to, you know?
2: Yeah, it's usually the same, but Thrice is definitely in the top three.
0: Yeah, they'll never be kicked out of it for me for sure. Yeah. Um. So, but if anybody
2: but, hasn't listened to the Thrice, we definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, they have great. If you had to tell too.
2: somebody, yeah. If you guys had to tell somebody, like, oh, hey, go listen to Thrice, how would you guys describe, like, do they start at Identity Crisis? Do they shuffle all the songs? Like, what would you guys say?
1: Artist. I would throw somebody artist, which is kind of, I don't know if that's a good idea because they don't have, a lot of their albums don't sound like that anymore, but I feel like that's just, like, definitive Thrice to me. I would
0: go Vahisa because I think Vahisa is definitive Thrice because it sounds like everything that came before them, but it also is after them. So even if you listen to their stuff now, but you go back to Vahisu, you're like, oh, cool! Like you could definitely tell where the songwriting was leading up to this. Mm. Whereas a lot of like like of Flames is super fucking fast paced. The tempo is great, and it's got some scream vocals in there. Definitely reminds you of artists and Identity Crisis. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's a handful of songs off of Issue that I can imagine being my first Thrice song, like Image of the Invisible for sure. But there's a lot of songs off that album. I fucking adore that album. It's incredible. But if I, that was, like, my first, like, exposure to them, I would be like, hmm, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I would I would, I, think I would. think legitimately tell someone to go to listen to Between the End and Where We Lie and then go to Hold Fast Hope. Those are two very different songs, but they also capture what Thrice is as a whole, I think. Those are, like, the two songs off this record to do it and then follow up with Red Sky. Yeah. What I- about you, Eric? I'm oh,
2: sorry. I, no, I totally agree with you because I think, that's like their middle ground where, like you said, they have the uptempo, um, songs. Yeah. They have a lot of the, uh, experimental things that they were doing, pianos and key or, you know, keys, and then, um, synth, you know, just all the stuff that they were doing. Um, and then you can go backwards into artist or identity or illusion, or you could jump all the way to palms maybe and major minor and yeah. So I, th- oh, yeah, I think he's is
0: definitely the one that I would tell somebody to start with. Yeah, because if you look at it, Hold Fast Hope, Music Box, like Miles of Flames and of Nations, that takes you back to Artists in the Ambulance, Identity Crisis, and then you listen to Earth Will Shake, Between the End of Where We Lie, Red Sky, and Atlantic. Like, it's all going to go to where we're at now. So I just think, like, pretty crazy that a band can do that, because I don't, I can't tell you a lot of bands that are like that. So... Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? Anything else? Um, I hope that anyone out there that's listening to this and hasn't listened to Thrice yet definitely checks them out because I feel like we pumped them up quite a fucking bit. Like I don't think these guys do anything wrong. I just think that they've done stuff that might be better than what they're currently doing. But that doesn't make it bad.
2: Nice. Yeah.
0: And now I want to listen to Thrice. <laughs> I'm going to listen <laughs> to them all day that
1: come out me and eric want that box set
0: oh yeah i mean if there's a box set...
2: <laughs> uh i think i'm kind of tired of box sets though brian because they piss me off i, I like, get there's...
1: mad i get mad when there's a box set and i like already have all the fucking albums inside but i can't say no that sucks
2: well i was gonna say i agree with that statement but also the fact that like if they put a box set out tomorrow and then they put out a new record next year or whatever it's in,
1: uh, i see what you're saying that's nah, kind of irritating. We can. The fact that it's not complete,
2: yeah, like Maybe that
1: don't bug me. That's fine.
2: No, like that, the unearthed one behind my right shoulder, that one's cool to me. Just because the I'm sorry, not unearthed, under Oath. That's what uh, I thought you meant. <laughs> I was like because unearthed? those those are the three albums that I actually would want on vinyl. So the the fact that they put them on a in a box set that was cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But hopefully, they come out with a new record. Or they do Horizons West.
0: God, I mean, what a a fucking tease, Brian, because now I want that to happen so bad.
1: I feel like Dustin talked about it in an interview or some shit. I don't remember. I'm not a wizard.
0: Yeah, you might have
2: brought it up to me. To to you? No, I think
0: Brian brought that up to me. (laughs) I thought you meant like Dustin, like, oh, I didn't know you guys were on the uh, talking uh, new release basis. Um, Well, if he made it this far, I do want to give a shout out to Mason, Alex's friend from Washington. Uh, he did hit us up in our two-month little hiatus, uh, hoping that we return. He said that he enjoys the podcast quite a bit, actually. Um, so huge shout outs to him. Uh, we've known him for quite a long time on Xbox and stuff, and we were always debating music. It's always a lot of fun because he has very different tastes than us in a good way. It's always fun to hear his opinion. Um but yeah, so I think we're pretty much good here. I think we talked about Thrice enough today. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up before we close this out?
1: Like you already said, if you're listening to this, go listen to Thrice.
0: Yeah, please go listen to Thrice and go buy all their music on whatever platform you're listening on. Because these guys are the best. And if you haven't seen them live, make it a point to go see them live. Uh, yeah. So... What the is it? That's
2: yeah, some stupid joke about... One of their songs. <laughs> oh, what joke? Dude, hold on,
0: I'll read it. Dude, he, did you hear about the lady who got burned alive at the Thrice Show? Waiting for the punchline, but no, I didn't. No, for real, I guess it was some middle-aged woman named Laura, La- Lorraine and she got into a fight with her boyfriend's ex. Let me see if I can find the article. No way. I think the ex's name was Summer, but yeah, Summer set fire to Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh my God.
2: i just saw that but anyways
0: yeah i agree
2: everybody go check out thrice support them let us know what you think if we're right or wrong if you listen to thrice tell us we're right or wrong i guess don't tell us we're wrong we don't care it's all opinion based um and yeah thank you for listening to the core collective podcast with ryan brian from another vinyl
0: page and myself and we will see you guys on the next episode. We don't know what we're recording on yet, but we're definitely trying to come back to our regular schedule uh, every other week. And we're really excited to uh, keep doing this podcast. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.